0: When all your hard work pays off and the stars align and you finally get that chance to pitch your music to a major artist, how do you make the most of that opportunity? Let's talk about that today on The Climb. Johnny, do your stuff. Welcome
1: to The Climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business because that is the only way you are going to get ahead. That should be said with claps in between every single syllable. Okay. (laughs) You're going to need a track record. You got to show them that you can do some business, not that you have potential. The potential doesn't matter anymore. What matters is what have you done for me lately? And that's bad news because you got to do it yourself. That's good news because you don't need anybody's permission. And you can do it, and they're going to buy you up and gobble you up based on what you've done, and you get to do what you want to do instead of having to conform to anything else. But leverage is what you're going to need. It's why we called it the climb, C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. That brilliant little letter, dot, letter, dot, letter, dot, letter, (laughs) dot. Acronym is my good friend, co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent is an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady A, Joe Nichols, and more. Got a couple number ones in Southern Gospel last year. Got two or three cuts in the last week which is pretty cool, in and, and country music, in and, and Southern Gospel. And he's continuing to make miracles happen, baby! <laughs> and w- what I love about Brent is he helps songwriters like you become pro by revealing how you write like a pro, how you do business like a pro. And then on the regular, he's going to give you the chance to, to take the other 80% that you're going to need to do Hmm. The, of the success equation, which is create a relationship so that you can exploit your competitive product. And uh, he's going to get you in touch with the pros. You can find him very, very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com.
0: And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. Yeah, it's complicated, but thankfully, Johnny is smart. If you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs just to name a few, you can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That is production singular. No S and there is no S because there is no other Johnny. D. would needs a clap between every
1: syllable. <laughs> How you doing? I'm mostly sober. Yeah, I'm sober. Uh, man, okay. I'm
0: I'm good. I'm I'm ready to rock on this one. This is something a little uh little newer that's on my radar that was just uh just Dove into with a coaching client. I was like, man, this is too good to keep to myself. Let's let's dive into it. So lock it in for myself too. So uh, yeah, I'm excited to get into it. So you talk about how to pitch talking to about an how to pitch for an artist. Yeah. So I had a uh, a coaching client hit me up like, hey, schedule thirty minute consultation. And basically like, hey, I got this out of this blue opportunity to pitch for a major artist. I don't want to screw it up. Let's chat. Yeah. And we had the conversation about like how he can take the most advantage of this great opportunity he has uh, and just talking through that stuff I'm like I need to turn this into a freaking podcast. This is good to bullet point it. So that's what yeah. we're going to do
1: today. Killer, killer. Love it, love it. Mm-hmm. All right, well, before we do that, let's take care of a little business. business. Yes. uh We are proud as peacocks to be a part of the American Songwriter Podcast Network. That's American Songwriter Magazine, y'all. It's been around for 36 years. It has got a lot of good stuff in there. We are one of, I believe, 15 podcasts that were the flagship shows that started that network just a, just a little over a year ago today. We've been on there for a year now, uh. which is – God, that went fast. <laughs> uh, yeah, that really has. If you uh have been a climber forever, we thank you for that. Check out some of the shows on the podcast network. It's all right up your alley. It's it's song music business, songwriting, and production, these kinds of things that can help add value to to your cause, what you're doing. And if you s- discovered us through American Songwriter Magazine, welcome to the climb. That's right. We love it. Join the Facebook community if you haven't done so already. This is a thriving community of singers, songwriters, indie artists, indie musicians like you. And we're sharing ideas, we're sharing news, we're posting different stuff in there, different content than I put on my feed and, and that Brent puts on his feeds. Mm-hmm. And it's a place you can share your wins. Yeah. Uh, songwriters are getting connected there, doing co writes. Even overseas, so there's mm. lots of cool stuff happening there. People getting questions answered on promo and, and music business stuff, which is great. Everybody's there supporting everybody else. We it's a really, really cool crowd. We're super proud of that. So join, you have to ask to be let in. We let everybody in. Just put put your stuff where it's supposed to go. We're gonna let you say what you want to say. Just gotta put it in the right place. You know That's what I mean? Right. So hey, it's uh, into the right to place.
0: I don't know if we ever really tell them how to find it. It's called the Climb Community. So, Facebook group, uh, Facebook.com slash groups, slash the Climb Community. Good that's point. That's how you find it, the Climb Community. So, if you're looking for us, so that's how you find it. I, we tell you to join. I don't know if we do a very good job of telling you where it is, the Climb Community.
1: And I could ask Lexi if we put that in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sure. If not, no, we, we should uh, not, we yeah, should. Look
0: at us, professionals So <laughs> um, So that's a win for us Is that we're going, yeah, we need to actually tell you where to join Speaking of wins <laughs> That awkward, clunky segue Every Wednesday in the Climb community We have a post It's New Heights And it's to celebrate your new heights Whatever your music-related wins are for the week And then we'd celebrate together And I just want to share uh, one or two of those So Bill O'Hanlon, Climber says uh, he just finished 198 songs so far this year, which by the time this airs it'll probably be like 2040 he's finished I don't know, I'm not sure, how. he's pretty prolific he goes, yeah. I have a, a sync song that is in the final running for use in a less than, or more no, yeah, more than 10000 uh or $10 million movie so more than $10 million movie oh, nice. uh, so they should have a little bit of a budget to pay and they just got another sync song forwarded by a sync agent for a uh, for brief today, so he's Hey, man, writing songs, working, getting those, uh, getting some sing stuff done. So. I love yes. it. Good job, Bill. I love let Bill me,
1: Hanlon, too. Yeah.
0: Let me see if I can find another one here, too. Let's see here. Um, Tracy Richardson said, played Nashville's... Songwriter showcase at the Commodore again. Got some great feedback on my songs. Got to share the round with the climbers Michael Saletta and Judy Pastor, and I hang out with co-writers Kathy Wallace, Randy England, and Ron Oates. So I think a lot of climbers involved in that situation there. So that's cool. Good job. That sounds like a cluster y'all. of
1: climbers, which is that, my kind of crowd.
0: <laughs> wow, that's and that's my kind of alliteration. <laughs> well, that is the climb community so uh, hang, hang out that's where some of the movers and shakers and, and all the pretty people are and all that good stuff so, that's right
1: the movers and the shakers and the beautiful people that's right
0: so how to prepare for an artist pitch so this was, this was a fun conversation I really enjoyed this uh, I won't give the, the climber's name but he's, he's in the songwriting pro community I'm sure he's a climber as well And so he's like hey out of the blue so he's a, he's a songwriter he's a good songwriter and he's like, just basically friend of a friend kind of thing, or an old friend came in from out of town kind of thing. It turns out it has this connection where he can get a song to this major country artist. Oh, cool. He's like, what do I do? <laughs> you know, yeah. he's like, I want to take advantage of the situation and I want to, I want, I want to win. Right. So he just wanted to pick my brain about how we'd, how I'd attack this opportunity. I thought mm-hmm. well, that, that that was a fun conversation. So, um, so let's look through that. So if you get this opportunity to, man, just uh, your hometown, somebody's like, hey, by the way, I built boats for Alan Jackson. Let me, you know, I get a song to him. You want to get a song to Alan? <laughs> well, yes, I do. What do you do to make that win? Uh, let's just use Kenny Chesney as an example, all right? Just talking boats mm-hmm. and stuff. Let's say you get an opportunity, somebody, somebody knows Chesney and will get a song to him. So this is not through the normal routes, but even if it is through normal routes, this is, still applies. But let's say you just, the stars aligned, right? Oh, my gosh. What happens if I catch the car I've been chasing? All right. So Chesney, <laughs> he's, he's a major country star. He's like an all-timer, and and he doesn't write all his own stuff, so there's opportunity there. So how should you prepare for, for example, a Kenny Chesney pitch? Mm-hmm. What should we do? First thing I want to tell you is don't over-pitch. All right? Leave him wanting more, not wanting less. All right. So it's better to go in with one great song. That's a that's a really good pitch. And we're talking about what makes it a good pitch. But one song that's the right song than it is to go in 15. And surely you can find one in there to do something with. But that ain't going to work. Yeah. that screams uh,
1: Undoubtedly, those 15 songs are maybe one of them is going to be what they're looking for. Maybe. If you're in terms, in terms, in terms of not the, the song, ballpark. I mean not the, but being in the ballpark of what they're looking for, yeah. and all the rest, are not going to be there at all. And this is not the opportunity for you to let them know that you're this prolific songwriter.
0: Right? It screams um, unprofessional novice. Yeah, <laughs> and I've made that mistake before, by the way. So uh, I've done it, but I'm here to help you hopefully avoid that
1: that mistake. Uh, it's so a, it's, it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's annoying. Like from the other side of that. Mm-hmm. That that happened, we, and we've spoken about it before in the podcast. But that happened with the Colin Ray record that we did. It was we had a couple of people that did that, and there's um, overload you? Yeah, because I'm already overloaded, looking for mm-hmm. songs for trying to do my job, looking yeah. for the specific thing that we asked for for um, this specific artist who has a brand, right? Yeah. Which I'm sure you're going to get into. Boom, you get like 20 songs. I didn't even listen to the first one because I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. You got 20 songs that fit this little niche thing that I'm looking for that we asked for. And, and so it's, it's a turnoff. It's a turnoff. Cause I'm trying you're what I'm looking for you to do as a producer, I, 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 me as a producer, I'm looking for you as a songwriter to do is to help me solve a problem. Yes. I have a problem. I need a song that I don't have yet. And I'm hoping more than you can possibly imagine that you are the one that is going to be the mm-hmm. answer the solution to my problem but when you're like here here's you vomit a bunch of songs out just so you can let me know you're now yeah. you're causing me more of a problem because right. if i do what you ask me to do which is listen to all those songs which are by the way from experience i know aren't going to be anywhere near the damn orbit that i'm asking for yeah. on the song then you're Give me more work. You're working against me, not for me right now. Exactly. Does that make sense? Like it's not, it's not an a-hole position that B. It's like, man, when somebody's drowning and you you can throw them a life preserver or a glass of water, what are you going to do? (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Or, like, here's You're just, drowning?
1: We make great water. Would you
0: like to taste it? No, yeah, or you just bro, like. Here's everything we got in the boat. We threw. There might yeah. be a life jacket in there. <laughs> there might be. But you might a, heavy. You might grab an anchor.
1: But there <laughs> yeah. might be a life jacket in there. Is, you
0: might be, you can do some build a boat with some of this stuff. Come on. No. Just don't need a freaking life jacket. Exactly. <laughs> and preferably tie a rope to it. I mean, I had, a, I had an experience recently with an artist, this group was looking for, looking for songs. And, and I got some contact information and, and so I sent them, Hey, I'm so-and-so, I've you know, had these cuts, whatever. And here's uh, just a couple songs. I thought were good pitches and went through, listened to stuff and some of the stuff we'll talk about today. So just a small number of songs, like small number of songs. And the guy emailed back was like, dude, these are awesome. Send me more. What else you got? We've done several rounds of send me more. Right. And that's the thing where they end up, He's listened over, a. it's a Southern Gospel group, and he's put out like, hey, we listened to like a thousand songs for our eight-song project.
1: Mm. I ended mm-hmm. up getting
0: two on there.
1: Nice.
0: But yeah, so that's like less than 1% or whatever success rate, but that's how competitive it is. And so he listened to a lot of songs. And so most of my songs he didn't cut that I think because I don't know how many I've sent him. Uh, at this point, but he keeps asking for more. So, okay. But now they're, you know, they're, they're cutting. They're already cut. So well, he
1: didn't listen to a thousand Brent Baxter songs, did he?
0: No, no. He listened to a thousand songs from like all these different sources. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, Everywhere. He's just, okay, come on. And so this is what he personally listened to. Like about a thousand songs or a little over a thousand to, for eight songs that they end up cutting by the way. So, yeah. and that's not even the, and that's, that's not a great ratio. It's even worse for major artists. How many songs get filtered out? Thousands. But you, got, thousands.
1: you got 25% of the content on there. Well, <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. That's a better number. <laughs> yeah. That is. You can't compare it against a thousand. You got to compare it against the cuts.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, this is how competitive it is, though. And that's even for a smaller project and a smaller niche. Mm-hmm. It's still like a thousand songs you're competing against. It's not like, oh, I'll just go get a cut today. Uh, yeah. but the thing is, I started small and he asked for more. Because yeah. I put my contact information, made it easily findable, so he could he could follow the breadcrumbs back to me if he wanted more where that came from. And, yes, there is more where that came from. So now I can, okay, you asked for it. Here's a few more. That's great. Oh, man, was, you got any more? Okay, here are a few more. And after a while, I was like, no, I leave really don't. wanting more. Anymore. Yeah. Well, here's some stuff I didn't think would be good for you, but since you like my writing, here's just some stuff you might enjoy. Yeah. Okay, so don't overpitch. Start small, leave them wanting more best to go with one great song that's a right on pitch maybe two at the very most but don't overload them. All right. Now, even before you decide how many to pitch, first thing you want to do is you want to study. You want to study up on that artist so you understand what they're looking for. First place I'd go for this is songwritingpro.com. If you're a member subscriber there, we have these things called artist insight reports. I've shared a little bit of some of these on previous episodes of the climb. I think I did one for Morgan Wallen. We walked through and may have done one in the past on someone else. But we have a, a growing list of artist insight reports. We break down an artist's newest releases by key, beats per minute, songwriters, production notes, subject matter. So it's a it's a kind of a new thing and it's growing, but it's a great place to to start and get a quick breakdown of an artist and what they've already cut. Mm-hmm. You're looking for insights on oh, we did a file on them. We prepped a file on them. like, here it like is. Like a dossier. Like a, a dossier, dossier, which sounds even yeah. more like mo- mo-
1: most of this artist's songs are this mm-hmm. 120 beats per minute. Most of this artist's songs are... I mean, you can just look song by this song. This kind go, of vocal
0: range. Yeah. Yeah. You go, this song, this key, this beats per minute, these writers, uh, this is subject matter. Here's some production notes. Like, oh, okay, that kind of vibe and that, you know, musical direction. Okay, great. So even if you... If you are familiar with your music, it's it's a good way to kind of see the the force for the trees or see the trees that make up the force. Go, oh, I 30, stuff, foot like this here's, But like, oh, here's the key. Oh, this key keeps popping up a lot. Or these BPMs all seem to be within this range or this subject matter. Oh, yeah. You know, helps you kind of uh, demystify that or decode that a little bit. So that, that's one place to start is with Songwriting Pro, if you're a member there. It's the Artist Insight Reports. And those are free with your membership. But anyway... You can see, get a quick breakdown of what an artist has already cut. For example, Kenny loves the beach. He keeps re- revisiting the beach, nostalgia, and character studies in his music. So you look through his records, you're going to find there's that beach feel or vibe, even if it's not talking about sand between your toes, there's there's that influence of the coastal mm-hmm. kind of thing you'll find that repeatedly on singles on his album cuts. You also find nostalgic type songs like his new current single right now, knowing you it's a, it's a, an old love song. It's looking back, it's nostalgic for it. So it's a lot of looking back kind of stuff or boys of fall, looking back on football or just different, different things like that kind of nostalgic. And then like character studies, he seems to do more of those than most country artists, I would say, uh, whether it's a song on this current record, like, um, uh wasted about just running to this dude at this bar and he's got blown through a fortune. Like, how'd you how'd you do that? He goes, pretty quick. And you know, <laughs> talk about how he wasted all this money. There's a song called uh Everyone She Knows, I think. It's it's about this girl that all the girls her age are like settling down and getting married and she's not there yet. About this girl. It's not a love song. It's just like a character study. She comes from Boston. There Kenny does has done a bunch of those kind of character study. Lindy walks around a um, lot of lot of those types of songs so you can go through and you study and you start what, going, what themes does he hit consistently what does he keep coming back to oh, beach, nostalgia, character studies of people you may find at the beach or of women not young girls but like women and that kind of stuff is interesting to, to start seeing those themes, so, okay well that makes sense so if I have something like that yeah. it keeps coming back to that well it makes sense if I have something in that well He might draw it. So Kenny doesn't do a lot of like, girl, I'm so happy, happy in love right now songs. Mm -hmm. There might be needful songs like Come Over. Mm -hmm. There might be looking back songs like Knowing You, that, you know, love in the past songs. Tip of My Tongue is one though that he wrote with Ed Sheeran and Ross Copperman, I think, that's from an old memory, but I think it's written more present tense. So you get a little bit of that. But if you do, it's a little more like sexy, sexy needful yearning than like I'm just so in love. Happy, happy dance, dance. He wrote with Ed Sheeran? Yeah. Tip of my tongue. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, not not a bad day. He doesn't do like the backroads and tailgate stuff. So you just start to start overviewing this artist and, and what they do. Go listen to their freaking music. Okay? Mm-hmm. Do a lot of listening. Get a sense of their vibe, their phrasing. Um the language they use, the word choices and that kind of stuff. One thing that comes up in chesney stuff is like carnival and carnival type imagery, like in knowing you. I was a kid on a carnival ride. That song, mm-hmm. uh, anything but mine, he talks it's like an Atlantic City or boardwalk kind of carnival kind of vibe kind of thing. And there's stuff like that, and it it seems to pop up every now and again. It's kind of interesting. So just do a deep dive, man, and with streaming services, you don't have to buy all the records you got access. you can just listen to them, right, yeah, and just soak that's it. a great video soak by it. the way, is he has someone uh, the the what the new one knowing you, or yeah, I haven't seen that yet.
1: uh oh, I've dude, heard the song a bunch, but i just I haven't watched the video uh for that video that we just shot mm-hmm. um I just looked a lot into Sean Silva and the stuff that he does he's done a lot he's of done KHS a of yeah. stuff and really really interesting and by the way just not for nothing if you want to see something really incredible is there's a terry clark video that he did and i can't remember the name of the song but he dressed up as johnny depp in pirates of the caribbean so he's um captain jack sparrow in the, yeah. and he's spot on, spot on. It's yeah. so good. Like in that movie. And I think it was so popular when he did that. Mm-hmm. He's been asked to be a cameos in <laughs> videos that he directs for other artists. Like can, can Jack Sparrow show up or something like that? He's like, okay. <laughs> But the mannerisms and everything, it was like yeah. really funny. But, so physical, but yeah, that, yeah. that, that video and the explanation of how they shot it and why they shot it and stuff and breaking down those lyrics, very interesting. Oh, that's cool.
0: Super, super beautiful. Yeah. So, you study up Artist Insight Reports at SongwritingPro.com, streaming, or wherever you, if you already own it, great. Listening through what they've actually cut, soak it in, baby. Another interesting place to go is TuneBat.com. So, tune as in humming a tune, and bat as in Batman. Toonbat.com. Mm-hmm. So it's a website that seems to be aimed at helping DJs figure out like which songs play well together in the Sonic sandbox. If you're uh, so they can mix them, mix mm-hmm. them in like because they do this whole thing called Camelot scores that kind of give you this whole Sonic kind of wheel and like these play well with these and these, almost, you know, like in your grammar or something for your songs. If you're sliding from one song into another, and what it does, it gives you this Camelot score, which I don't super understand, but it gives you BPM and key. And then you can sample the songs right there. So I just went there, and I just looked at Kenny Chesney, and boom, poof, all these Kenny Chesney songs, his most popular songs. He's got bat, and here I'm looking down. All the Pretty Girls, F-sharp major, 121 BPMs. You and Tequila, F-sharp major, 136 BPM. Okay, and you can kind of um, filter it by different metrics. So I just had to start going by Camelot score. -hmm. So these are all like 2B Camelot scores. Kenny Chesney, back where I come from, F sharp major, 144 BPM. Okay. I'm seeing a lot of that. I'm seeing a lot of B sharp. Half my hometown with Kelsey Ballerini, it's B sharp major, 138 BPM. Okay. So you can just go look through and see if there's certain B sharp. Do what? There's no B sharp. That's what it says here. Or is there a B flat? It's B flat. There must be B flat. Is a sharp the hashtag? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was B flat minor. Thank you. So lyricist,
1: (laughs) they say B sharp is really C. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So we go. Hey climbers, welcome to some help. That's right.
0: We want to turn you on to a professional service by our sponsor, BetterHelp. H e l p. BetterHelp. Com. Listen, as singers, songwriters, and artists, our greatest strength is sometimes our greatest weakness, and that is our emotional intensity. Listen, it helps you create great art, but it can also torpedo not just your career, but your life. And we don't want the bad stuff. We just want the great art. We want your emotions to be a source of help, not hurt. And that brings us to BetterHelp.com.
1: That's guys. It's not a crisis line. This is not a self-help line. This is a professional counseling service that's done securely, online you can do it from the comfort of your own home and as an artist and as somebody who deals with artists the licensed professional counselors that they have the stuff they specialize in i'm going to read you just a quick little list i've had to deal with all these at one point or another either myself or with other artists so this is real stuff depression stress anxiety relationships trouble sleeping a lot of us have had traumas Anger, family conflicts, if LGBTQ matters, grief from loss is something, a loved one maybe. And and just about every artist I know, I don't don't think I know one that doesn't secretly have a little self-esteem issue going on. So here's somebody you can talk to.
0: That's right. And you can start communicating with them in under 48 hours. So you don't have to wait long to start talking to somebody. Also, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is great. I'm always happy to see that. And the service is available for clients worldwide, meaning you don't have to just find somebody local who understands you, but that you might run into at the grocery
1: store. You can find counselors worldwide. So it doesn't matter where you are. That's right, guys. If you want to dig down a little deeper on this, there's a ton of testimonials that you can research that are on their website at betterhelp.com. And this podcast is just because we want you to win. We don't want this stuff to get in the way of your artist career. So if this can help, then we want to help you help yourself. So as a climber, you get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com slash songwriter.
0: Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, hel slash songwriter.
2: Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons,
0: So you can you can go through here and go oh okay there's the songs you see major and these are the ones that do G major you know whatever and get a sense of like oh he he, he plays in the sandbox a lot these BPMs mm-hmm. oh, a lot of his stuff is there or especially the ones that are like if you are gonna write a big anthem thing let's look at the big anthem songs oh they hit these BPMs a lot and this key it can give you some some lanes to run in right and that's it's free tunebat just go there and put them in whoever it might be. Uh, so that's a good so you place to get that information
1: going, right away from. Too that that's interesting. That's a great resource. Yeah, it's cool. So uh, I think it's for DJs. Like where you can find that stuff. Out. Hey, I, yeah. but um, I got a question though. Mm-hmm. From it, it doesn't. The key isn't that important because I'll bet you that uh, you well, know you all those keys that are in F sharp major probably didn't all come to him in F sharp major. Well, that's true. You can definitely rekey people fine.
0: people will rekey. But a little little trick is if I haven't written the song or if I haven't demoed it yet, why would I not put it in a key that boy he could sing right along with it? True. Right and use a, and hire the singer and do the whole thing built at a key that will sit uh, we that I believe has a better chance of sitting well with this particular artist so he can just sing along right with the demo.
1: And it's Yeah, and for the songwriters that aren't right? singers out there, it, it's it's the key part is about finding the wheelhouse for that singer and like where their voice is going to sound mm-hmm. the sweetest, right? On on certain parts of the song, where where they're, that's going right where they're going to be, and so yeah. there that's where the key factors in, you know. So sometimes there's songs where you have an artist and you start to maybe do the song in the key that the artist would pick because mm-hmm. before we're going to do a song on an artist, if they wrote the song, which is going to make sure that that's the key they like. And sometimes mm-hmm. you might change it right there. Like, you know what? You're straining a little bit on this. Let's bring this down a half yeah. step or let's bring this up a half step to add a little more energy to it or something like that. So that goes back and forth. But yeah, like if yeah. you're going to do, and I've done a couple of these demos where they know they're going to pitch it to a specific artist mm-hmm. and we'll key it in. So that's a good point. We're going to key it in their, their favorite, the artist's favorite key. Mm-hmm. And that's going to work really well. Pick your singer
0: based on the key, <laughs> and hopefully. Yeah, but if you've go.
1: already if you've already got that song that's going to fit in the wheelhouse and it's not in that key, they'll rekey it. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna if you're gonna get to record it, or you got to do acoustic vocal or something, by absolutely yeah, put it in the yeah, key. Yeah, to be key. a little extra
0: thing because you know yeah exactly. Sometimes we we'll play around with keys while we're writing the song. Like, well, Let me just key that up. Let me key that. and Let me see because it'll have a different energy as you change the mm-hmm. key. And so maybe as yeah. you're writing, go, okay, Kenny's probably going to put it in this key here. How does this feel here? Does this feel better or worse? Because sometimes, you know, sometimes it doesn't work in a certain key. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. it, it's knowledge that you're building, you know, on your your file on this person.
1: And, and it has something to do with the sound too. Like this may be a little bit of, uh, like a stretch, but I, th- there's certain keys that lend themselves to more open strings. Mm-hmm. Uh, on gu- on stringed instruments, on guitars in particular. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, so therefore, you can have this sort of more jangly, open sounding kind of a thing where certain keys you can't. You're, you know, everything has to be barred and mm-hmm. on the guitar. And so it's, it's, um, um it, which can factor into the brand of the artist right and the way that they sound and and, and yeah. things of that nature too,
0: so so just it all goes in it all goes in the recipe, the soup like this is the Kenny yeah. Chesney soup. These are the ingredients that we finally mm-hmm. keeps going back to. Okay, okay, how can that affect what i'm you know writing or going to pitch here's another thing i've tried to do a little more recently too i don 't have a lot of time for it, but I enjoyed it. I went to YouTube and you can watch full concerts on YouTube, like for free. Yeah. And, uh, actually I'm gonna do this right now, which never ask uh that's when they got in trouble asking OJ to try on the glove <laughs> when he hadn't uh
1: they hadn't done that yet.
0: They didn't know the answer. If the glove
1: don't fit, you must, you must quit. quit. And that
0: <laughs> came back to bite him. All right, so uh, let's see here. Here's Kenny Chesney Live Nashville, January twenty second, two thousand five. So it's it's an older one. Here's the Tennessee Homecoming concert, live note choose nation okay, the full album Here's one from 18. Let's see how long this video is, and it's somebody like like shot it from the crowd. I don't want, I don't want your ad here. No, and they got away with a whole concert that they shot from the crowd. That's yeah, crazy. or something like that. Oh, more ads. Forget that.
1: Sure. So I'm not that. sure how long
0: this video is, but I know that I've looked up, seen like hour and a half Jake Owen concerts. You know, I've looked up some different people, and you can you can do that. There was a person that shot a whole Jake Owen concert from, Mm -hmm. I don't know, first row or whatever, and and I got to watch it. Basically, go to this concert with not great seats and not great sound, but I knew what songs they were doing, and I saw the vibe and the energy of it. So if you're pitching for like a Chesney thing, like okay, let's go, let's go watch a concert. Tonight? Yeah. Why not? You want to go to a Kennedy Chesney concert tonight? Good. And this will be enough, like, at least clips. If you don't get a whole concert from top to bottom, you're going to get the vibe of it. And why is that important? Because your song, if you want to write the hit for him, needs to fit in that concert somewhere. Yeah. It needs to fit in there somewhere. Like, I'm writing to be part of this show. What a, what a good way
1: during the pitch to be able to articulate that. You know what? I mean, I just – Obviously, I love your music and everything like that, and I, got, I thought this song would be perfectly. It fit perfectly in between this and this, yeah. <laughs> you know, in between American Kids and Tequila, the way you do that at the show, like this would mm. fit right in there. But now, because what you're saying is, I really know who you are. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've really done my homework. And it's like now I'm interested as the artist to know why you're being so specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because oh the right? concerts you know
0: this part you you know you kind of talk about this thing well here's a song about it because I did a, a a know the pro event with Michael Farron who's a hit producer hit songwriter works in country but largely in, in CCM has hits with Lauren Daigle he's written with her and stuff in CCM and if you're a songwritingpro.com member this is in the know the pro section and you can find this this full interview but ask him about writing with the artist. And that process because one thing I do is I'll ask them like what do you talk about before your like third song of the set what are you talking about between songs because if they're talking about it they may not have a song about it they may be talking about because
1: they aren't singing about it.
0: and if and you could pick about that about it, up on the concert video and if you're and if you're talking about it all right let's write that song about it so you can sing about yeah. it. yeah you know just to get in their heads what they're talking about I thought that was great so uh, it was a really cool interviews. So, at know the pro, at songwriting pro. But anyway, uh, so that's the thing: getting in their head, what fits into their show, because your song needs to fit in there. There are songs that you just know are like, oh, that—that's a show opener. The, or wow, that yeah. this moment in the show, like you need the big ballad moment, because you may only have one in a show. Th- this, mm. that, or this is the opener, or this is a closer, and this is the this ha- would have a reason for being in your set. Cause they're mm-hmm. looking to change your shows up every now and again, y'all shoot. I had a, I got a cut cause uh, on the Southern gospel group um, called Liberty Quartet and they're out of the Northwest. And so I was right with my buddy Lee black. Who, he's really successful in that world. He was looking, what can we be looking for? He's like, well, there's this group Liberty Quartet and they play tons of shows and stuff. Good fan base out West. And they're doing a new project. He goes, I was just talking to him about it. He goes, yeah, our new tour is called Miles of Miracles Tour. It's kind of like a 25th anniversary kind of you know, celebration kind of thing, Miles of Miracles. And Lisa, oh, that's great. So I, I guess you have a song by that title? No? No, actually we don't. Okay. So we, we wrote it. It's the title track to the new record and tour. So, Giddy know, up. <laughs> <you> know, the- <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, heck yeah, we're writing Miles of Miracles. What does that mean? <laughs> Let's figure it out and write it. And now, of course, it's- so it's like their first single off the project and the name the, they didn't name the tour after the song we named the song after the tour. Yeah. Again, what's what's going to serve them well. So you get inside an artist's mind and go what's what's going to fit well on the show? Right? What's going to fit in that thing? So YouTube is a great resource for that. I mean, if you can go to go to concerts, that's awesome. If you can, you know, other ways of getting concert footage and especially if you can do more than just like one song. Like want to see the scope Of a show. Mm -hmm. Dude, they're doing a lot of tempo and then they bring it down a little bit. Maybe everyone gets off stage and somebody does something a little acoustic and then they build it back up again. And you start seeing that going, okay, well, huh, where would my eight minute ballad fit in there? (laughs) You know, or whatever. Oh, maybe it doesn't. Maybe I need to make that a three minute happy song or whatever. So go watch full concerts. Your song needs to fit in there somewhere. Another thing on YouTube you can do, and for our Kenny Chesney example, is YouTube, like, Kenny Chesney Talks New Album, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And to get insight on maybe why they cut a particular song, what attracted them to certain things in the album-making process, just to get in their head, because you want to get in their head so you can provide what they're looking for. Like, oh, this song just slayed me because of this, this, and this. Or, well, we knew we needed this kind of thing for this album, and well, which means they probably need that kind of thing for the next album right okay well maybe i can provide that kind of thing and you you look at that in conjunction with what do they write what do they not write oh they need this sort of thing on each of their records they do have that on their records but they never write it okay there's opportunity there's a gap i might be able to fill a need i might be able to fill now you start gathering all this stuff and you're becoming an expert in kenny chesney music right and then you look at your catalog go do i have one that already fits this yeah. Yes or no? If you do, great. Pick the best of the bunch, the one. Make yourself cut it down to like one, maybe two, and that might be your pitch. Now, if you don't have that uh, with this artist and and this coaching client, he was like, "I don't really have one for this artist." I'm like, "Yeah, I did, didn't really feel you." I'm based want to know your music, have one that's immediately ready for this particular artist. Is their brands don't overlap a whole lot, but he wants to take advantage of this opportunity. I'm like, "All right." So you may be riding for it which is cool too. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. you've done all this homework first. Um, Maybe you don't have a song or two that fit perfectly. So, okay. What about writing? Well, first thing you can do, you can look back and you can maybe cannibalize some of your own songs that haven't been cut.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, let's
0: go through. And so for the Kennedy Chesney example, let's go through and see now that you've gathered the themes that Chesney talks about, maybe you have a song that fits right in there with his character studies or his nostalgia thing. It's not right on musically, but there's a seed here. Like, well, okay, now I've taken the seed of something maybe I've already written. How would Kenny Chesney, what would a Kenny record of this sound like and talk like? Hmm. Because it's your song. You can do whatever the heck you want with it. You can have this alt version, right? Like, this is a Kenny Chesney version of this song. And I'm going to go and I'm going to rework it because if, if there was something strong enough there for me to work with, and write and finish in the past. And there's something about it that really, that fits like, okay, that could be a Kenny thing. I just need to change stuff around it. Don't be afraid to do that. Cause you know, if it, you may end up with a better song, a more commercial song, maybe it works for Kenny. Maybe it doesn't either way you're, you're learning and you can always go back to the original version.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always like to say that like, what playing do you get to lose? money,
0: right? What do you get to lose? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing except learning to think like an artist and learning. Build that muscle. You're acting like a yeah, pro. Uh, so that's one thing. Can you rearrange it? Can you repackage it? Change key, whatever, up the BPMs, you know, just to see if it fits more like, in our case, a Kenny thing. Or writing new. And if you're looking to write new stuff, now you, you've really studied Kenny's stuff and and the themes and all this stuff, tempos and just different stuff and language. And now the first thing you'll be tempted to do is import sand to the beach, do another version of one of his songs. Yeah. and Well, he's going to get a ton of that. You need to Don't bring something a little different. Right. So one thing I'm, I'm, I've had an artist talk about that does do a lot of beach stuff, a different artist than Kenny, but he does a lot of beach stuff. He's like, I write the beach stuff myself. Cause that's my life. I grew up in Florida. I, it's going to be really hard to knock one of my own beach songs off my record. Mm-hmm. Straight up. But if you can evoke, the beach without talking about the beach, like in a different way, like a vibe or something mm-hmm. that may have a chance. Cause it can kind of like, Ooh, I like that. Cause I'm drawn to the beach type stuff, but it's not toes in the sand kind of thing. And you'll find that with Kenny stuff too. Like uh happy, happy does. I think is recent single of his. There's really not much in there that has to do with like the beach Talking about the the only palm tree that shows up is one of those palm tree air fresheners that you hang in your truck. <laughs> hang palm yeah. tree in your truck, so there's a little beach lingo, but it's used in a completely different way. It's an air freshener. How does this have that kind of beachy kind of vibe? But it's not a beach song. But it would play extremely well at the beach on the background of the tiki bar. But it's not a beach song. You know, like how can I serve this up in a different way? Or maybe it's talking about the beach, but it didn't sound anything like the beach. Or maybe it sounds like the beach, but it's not talking about the beach. How can I mix and match some of this stuff? Maybe it's a nostalgia song that kind of sounds like the beach, but it's not about the beach. It's just character study of this person. You know, how can I serve something up different for this artist that still makes sense in their world, but isn't stepping all over what they're going to get pitched uh, literally a thousand of for this record? Mm-hmm. How can I do that? You know, and just thinking... Like, how can I hit this target but not import sand to the beach? Not give him exactly what they've already done a thousand times, because he's not looking to do what he's done a thousand times. He's looking to serve it up in a little different way. Cause really, if if you're giving him what he's already done and had a hit with, why is he gonna replace that hit with yours in a show? Cause they don't know yours, but they've lived with this other song for ten years and love it. And he knows it's And the pop. fans
1: expect it, yeah. And they want to
0: play it. So why is he gonna just like here's another version of that song? No, I like the other <laughs> like that song. You know, why are you going to give me another Don't Blink? No, he already did that and he nailed it. So he's going to play that, you know? Oh, another thing like (laughs) Kenny is like he has a live record. He probably has a couple of them at this point. And just go listen through live, live record. That's Mm -hmm. another kind of add on to watching the, say, the video of it is just listen to his live album, what he's picking for a live album.
1: Recon. How to do recon on an artist? Yeah, exactly. It's
0: artist recon, man. You want to take your pitch opportunities seriously. So this is if you do get that stars line out of the blue, like, oh, man, I got a guy that works on Jason Allen's big green tractor and keeps it running good and he can play Jason a song. All right, here's my chance. Or whether you're in the business and you're like, great, I'm getting to hang out with, I get to go on the bus with so-and-so and I want to bring a song to play for him. What do I do? Same kind of process, man. You you learn the artist, learn their their lane, their brand, what they talk about, what they don't talk about, how they talk about it, how they don't talk and all that stuff and go, okay, do I have one that fits that? No. Okay. Then you need to write one on purpose. Some people have more success with that than others. You know, so it may not be, you You may lock up creatively and go, I cannot do this. I get way too in my head. It's not fun. I don't like and that's cool. But you'll learn something by doing it. You may just learn that like, okay, I don't write homework. Okay. Other people go, Oh, my gosh, that was so inspiring and so, like, energizing to go, I'm writing for freaking Kenny Chesney. He just doesn't know it yet, and I'm going to aim the sucker right at him, and I'm going to get it. Other people may be totally energized by that. You may be that person does not know it yet. I'm a bit of both. Yeah. I have fun doing either one because I'm excited about opportunity.
1: So – I want to add something to that yeah. real quick. Um, when you do that kind of a deep dive on an artist mm-hmm. – and you get the opportunity to pitch a song to them. And you're setting it up appropriately, right? Instead of just playing the song, you're mm-hmm. sort of like, hey, I-, I thought this might be good for you because mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. And you make that artist very aware that you're aware of who they are, what mm-hmm. their brand is, you're cognizant of it, and you are seeking to honor that. Yeah, right? and serve them. Man, even if you don't get to cut, they're going to remember you. Yeah. You just seem more professional. Yeah. Right. Because, because you're saying, Hey, uh, you know, I, I see you. Mm -hmm. I don't just see money. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. But I see you, I see who you are, what you're trying to do, where you're going and I'm paying attention. And so I think this might be a good fit. Yeah. And, and they're going to remember that.
0: I mean, I, I do that prepping writing for artists. You know, I'll dive into what they've done, what they talk about. Uh, and and I will preface like song ideas while well, we're looking at what to write going, hey, dude, I think this would be a great opening number. I think this is whether you're opening for somebody or whether you're the headliner. This is something that's going to let them know it's going to be fun tonight. Yeah, and here's this idea. But it also works on radio. And it's not just about that, but boy, it's sit really nice here. In a little bit of a meta way about you know how we're already having a good time or there's this is just getting started or whatever there might be you know the angle yeah. on that particular song like, I think to be a cool opener.
1: Come yeah. on, come on, because they, they, yeah. right? they know they need one. Yeah,
0: right, because they know they need one, and so you're already they're already thinking oh this may fill a need, and then you, if the hook's good and you're like yeah if we serve it this way. Yeah, you're already getting them on board because you're serving them. It's not just a, well, here's another song out of thousands and hopefully you find a spot for it. At least you're now going, this could be the spot for it right there. And, the, and yep. here we go. Yeah, you know, get them thinking about their show and how it play
1: live. Great, because yep. that's what I want the end result I to was be. looking, I was looking for that in my collection. because <laughs> yeah. I needed those. that one card, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, so it's, you know, sometimes you... You may just have, I mean, like with Monday Morning Church, we didn't have Alan Jackson in mind. It had a female demo on it, but I just knew I just knew it was, a, I felt like a really strong country song. Same thing with Randy mm-hmm. Travis, Every Head Bowed. Like Joe Nichols, we were thinking crickets with him. And when we were writing it, kind of keeping Joe in mind, going, no, oh, it sounded like a Joe thing, you know, and, and it landed right. We've written stuff specifically for like Ray Stevens that, you know, we're pitching for Ray. This is going to be a Ray Stevens freaking song. And it worked. Some worked, some didn't. So you can have success both ways, but you're just gonna be smarter, more prepared songwriter. Because as you're studying these artists, even if you don't write specifically for Kenny, or specifically for Blake Shelton, or specifically for Carrie Underwood or whoever, you're gonna be learning how artists think, what what generally they talk about, the trends. I mean, there's still a lot of commonality over over, you know, at a higher level among these artists, like, oh, a lot of tempo, a lot of positive, a lot of fun, a lot of whatever. Making the artist look good, da 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 da. That you're gonna, that's going to start coming out in your writing when you're thinking about when your song title challenging yourself, going, "Okay, I got this idea. How how should I present this? How should we serve this up?" Well, you know, let's do it the way the most artists would do it, or in a way that fits in a show, or like, "Oh, that kill live." I mean, that's something I find myself saying more and right, especially with artists because <laughs> kill live. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this would kill live, but. It's genuine. I believe it, but it's also because I'm serving up and bringing in song ideas that I believe will kill live. Like this could this could be a hit. This could be a radio thing. This could be a live thing. So imagine I'm, that arena singing
1: this. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I'm not bringing in my my nearly as much my whiners. I'm bringing in my winners. Right. Not my yeah. oh this woe is me sad ballad thing. Who goes oh that kill live? Yeah, it kill the vibe. Right? <laughs> so, I don't. I don't really bring those <laughs> to artists. <laughs> exactly. I, I let them bring that to me if they want to talk about that. If there's something going on, and I can play therapist in the room, and you know whatever. <laughs> but I'm not bringing that to art because I want to bring something that's like, man, this be this be fun. Tempo. Everyone can sing along with this part and da da uh, kill live. Because you're getting them thinking about the live show, and that's what they need. So. Anyway, that's my thoughts. Just how to prepare for an artist pitch. Uh, I would highly suggest y'all go check some of the resources we mentioned and just go through that. Just practice, even if you don't have that Keith Urban pitch coming up. Right? Prepare like you yeah. were going to have one. It, it just open it opened doors in your mind, I think, as to what. Yeah, and give you another really incentive
1: to, to get on to follow to 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 create some you know more professional product if you exactly. Will. Exactly,
0: and speaking of helping you make professional product, Johnny, I got I got some for the for the climbers out there.
1: Tell them, preach.
0: All right. So normally I give away my free ebook, uh, and that's still up at songwritingpro.com. But we we've we've poured gasoline and w- straight diesel. I don't know. We haven't set it on fire, but we've supercharged. It's nitro. We have a giveaway that's Nitro. Uh, it's supercharged. So it is is five over five hours of free uh, content from the Songwriting Pro members area archives. So we're mm. opening the kimono a little bit, giving you an extended uh, sneak peek. It's not just a sneak peek. It's like a long gander. It's a gaze. And yeah. uh, some of what we got going on at Songwriting Pro, uh, you can get that at songwritingpro.com slash preview. It's like interviews with... Hit artists, uh, or you know, producers and songwriters, and and just people that have written for like Lauren Daigle and Kenny Chesney and Tim McGraw and Garth Brooks, you get to get inside their heads,
1: proximity, head, yeah, proximity, proximity to that
0: and get get for get, free, get these scoop from them for free. Just go to songwritingpro.com slash preview and uh, tell us where to send it. We send you the link so you can access all that cool information. And it's again, it's over five hours of this stuff of like mind melding with hit makers. And why would you not want to do that? So songwritingpro.com slash preview, go and expand your thinking. That's there you go.
1: All right, guys, that brings us to the end of another killer climb episode. Uh, make sure you join the climb community, subscribe to the podcast or follow the podcast, depending on your platform. We'll leave a rating and review and tell a friend about it guys. We're here to help and if we're helping you if you're spending if you made it this far in, the, in this episode, then it's for a reason, so you know let somebody else know about it too this, this podcast exists because we want you to win, so keep on climbing
0: and we'll see you at the top. Ooh, right.